this Champions League Match Day 5 Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the 26th of November, and we are here to have a little pick over the bones of a Premier League weekend, uh, which is nine tenths of the way completed. Before we have a look at the Champions League. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday sees match day five take place. Joining me for all of this silliness is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. How are you? Even Malcolm. I'm all right, mate. I'm just uh, getting stuck into some, uh, in the tradition of Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm, I've got some turkey leftovers. Oh. I cooked a turkey today, put it on the barbecue, done it on the rotisserie, had it spinning on the barbecue. So we had a nice dinner today. I've got a Yorkshire pudding. Leftover Yorkshire pudding. Do the Americans know what a Yorkshire pudding is? No, I don't think so. But they like it because it's basically fat and batter, which is ninety-five percent of all Americans' diets, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, I'm stuffing my face on Yorkshire pudding and turkey here, yeah, Malcolm. It's all good. Nice. All good. I'm uh, I'm considering getting in the air fryer game, Baz. Having discussed air fryers at length with your brother last weekend. Um Josh Jacobs has just gone down the line for a 100-yard touchdown there, Baz, which is good for our team. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm going to get in the air fryer game. I had a look at the old Black Friday offers today, so I'll be, I'll be looking for air fryer tips uh, from everybody from now on. You're so no, I, had a game, like, I cooked a chicken, but I didn't cook the turkey. You're a bit late to the air fryer game. Oh, yeah, man. Well, you see, I'm, I'm not very faddy, am I? I tend to, if everyone's zigging, I tend to zag. I don't like getting involved, but obviously I think I've heard now but good things really, and I am quite foodie, as you know, um, and I should be able to do some fun stuff with it. Um, for absolutely no reason, Barry, I've got one item of equipment here that you'd find in the toolbox, uh, just on my desk. I don't know what it's doing here. Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, screwdriver. Barry, it's a screwdriver. Well done. Three points for oh, you. That's simple as we jump Tricky week, Barry, in the old Premier League, as suspected. We had a little work with ourselves, didn't we? We had a team talk last week. Um, nine games in, we've still got Fulham and Wolves um, to go tomorrow. I'm hanging in. I'm on seven and a half units returned from the nine games. Plus, Ollie Watkins scored, Baz. My goal scorer never hits. He scored today. Uh, so I'm still kind of 
kind of hanging in there. And if Wolves win tomorrow, Wolves is my play in that Fulham Wolves match. If Wolves win it two to one, I can get myself over the line. Um, you're a little bit better off, I think. Are you as it stands over the um, over the nine. Yeah, nine nine units. If you put one unit per state for per game, nine units would return nine and a quarter at the moment. Yeah, um, beautiful. I was um, boosted by the Villa game. I took Villa to score in both halves at nine to four. Um, I took Newcastle at six to four. So two just decent plus price picks for me. So four four winning picks out of nine. Not brilliant, but two two good odds, six to four and nine to four. Still for them to come tomorrow as well. So at the moment, I'm a little squeak ahead. And I just took that before the start of this week. We said it was one of the hardest slates of 10 games you could have uh, hoped for. So I, uh, I, I held for that. Just before we uh, just before we came on air here, Baz Frank messaged on Twitter, didn't he? And he said he felt he got lucky with it. He had a nice win on Villa to score in both halves. Um, yeah. Which felt you got a bit lucky with it, but that's exactly what you have to. You can't go through a weekend like that. Is you have to carry a bit of luck because there's plenty of games where I felt like I was a little bit unlucky. I had the five to two on both teams to score in the first half. Man City Liverpool on the fir- first game of the weekend, which would have set me up a nice three and a half units. Liverpool made plenty of chances, couldn't quite get away with it, and then I got lucky on West Ham. Um, there was other things, the Forest game. Um, for the Forest team tool, it was a lovely price plus 150. But you have to carry a bit of luck because there's bad beats absolutely kick you in the stones. Like, I was hoping Koisty might be around tonight, our uh, our Rangers fan, because I backed Aberdeen in play today, Barry. They were 1 0 up after half an hour and they were 21 to 10. Um, and I sat and watched Rangers hit the post and the crossbar about 19 times. And I was about to roll all my winnings onto Aston Villa. And Rangers got a shit VR, VAR penalty in the 92nd minute um, and completely and utterly done me out of everything. So, like I say, if you get a little bit of luck, just take it, like, because it was, it was I mean, one I felt, of those... I felt a bit fortunate getting that late Villa goal, like, 50th minute in the first half. But That's what I mean, yeah, that's what... Did you see the one that was disallowed earlier in the game? It looks miles offside from the first angle. And then this side. From the other side. From the other side, you look miles offside. Exactly. The, the, those two pictures they showed us could not have been from the same moment in time. <laughs> and then they, and then they just decide which one to put the lines on. There was two completely different pictures. He was onside in one picture and he was off on the other. And then they brought up the one where he was offside, put the lines on and he was a, a, a centimetre off. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like They're just making it up as they go along in them situations. Are, yeah. I mean, the, the only one I sort of did, only because I watched the match, was why Ashley Young didn't get sent off. Because he's on a yeah. yellow and he gives yeah. that penalty away. And without fear of exaggeration, 100% of the time, the referee would come on, give the penalty and book the player who's committed the foul. Yeah. Every single time I have ever seen that done. And because he's already on a yellow today, he doesn't send him off. It's just nuts. So it's a load of bollocks. It's absolute bollocks. I know Arsenal had a one. Scotland uh, second yellow cards all the time at the moment. Yeah. Um, Arsenal had one. They were twisting about a little bit. Um, but also, oh, what was the one I was going to mention? Oh, the one that just allowed goal. Who, who so, got elbowed in the head? Ah, um, uh, yeah. Tottenham player today. Um, it, it, was a bla- it was a swing of the elbow in the penalty box. It should have been a penalty in a red card. 
Absolutely. I know we've decided, Barry, that we can't do footballers that look like lesbians as a core subject because it might be inappropriate. But Brian Gill's got to be right up that list, hasn't he? Right up there. I mean, page one of the... He could be on the cover of that book. Like, you'd pick, you'd pick that off the shelf and see why. Um, so, also, so talking about how tricky it was, Baz, we threw out a challenge to some of the listeners. Uh, thankful to say, Baz, they're just as shite as us, so no one will be getting a gift card. Um, I mean, Dave Aran, uh brackets, Dave's duffel coat. Dave Aran's duffel coat, episode uh, issue four, one bound 20. Um, Dave Aran's duffel coat was terrible. Simmers was shite. Um, Pat Foster submitted wasn't bad, but I don't think got up front. The the one that got closest was Lenny Barry. Yeah, yeah, Lenny good, started really well. Good start, three to one winner of. With a, yeah, that three to one winner in the first game. And he had a plus three seventy. Uh, sorry, yeah, plus three seventy five. Um, yeah, uh, but that dropped off a little bit as well. But Barry, I wanted to. This might be the first and only episode of. Um, I want to analyse Lenny's entry in terms of the aesthetics of it, Barry, because he entered this competition like a serial killer. Um, <laughs> it looked like if you saw the photo, we need to tweet the photo out if Lenny will allow us because it looks like firstly it's either like a clue in an escape room or like a, a clue at the end of part one of a Netflix murder documentary. You know, when the police have got nothing, they don't know what to go on. It's a talking heads. The detective's got no idea. Then all of a sudden, they find this clue. And this clue is Lenny's picks for this weekend. Um, it's just written out in the style of a serial killer. Uh, serial killer handwriting for a start. But, but, but also, that, Barry... But, but, but the recipe well, in the background. That's what's most mysterious about it. The picks are placed on an open recipe for sausage and broccoli rigatoni, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> and now, is that a message? I mean, that's the sort. That's what's going to catch a killer. Like, what do you think? I, did, I was intrigued. I mean, my before I'd even looked <laughs> at the picks, Malcolm, I was more intrigued about uh, you know the. I wanted a rating for this rigatoni and broccoli sausage pasta uh, dish. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm assuming he cooked it at the weekend, and I'd like to know uh, what the outcome was and whether he was happy with it. Did he cook it all? If he opened that page just randomly, like I say, was there a message in there? Because we have had our NFL show has been sausage-themed, so was there a nod to the NFL sausages? There's a lot of questions, Lenny, if you want to get back in touch, or if you'd like to tell us where the bodies are. Uh, if that was a cry for help, then by all means, get back in touch. Like, cause it made me laugh, Lord. He even um, had, um, funnily enough, now you mel- mel- mention it, he's got a few symbols at the top of his notes. Have you noticed there's that? There's crossbones on there, Bass, yeah. Crossbones, there's a knife, and then there's a football. <laughs> I didn't see um, the knife. <laughs> there's definitely a knife there. Um, yeah, that's got to get shared on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Lenny, 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 that's outstanding. Um Brian has jumped in the chat. Hello, mate. Brian's watching the NFL, um, as are we. Um, Sour news for Captain Insano is how our guillotine league team is going to survive uh, spinning on its cock, proverbially. Uh, we've, the first no-sweat week that we've had for absolutely ages. Captain's been willing our death, um, and it's not happening, unfortunately. Um, we said last week, Baz, that this weekend might be a weekend for system plays. Um, so I just had a little look around, like um, out of the nine games we said, all the th- like the things we said you could do all, fa- all away wins. There's been five away wins, Baz, yeah. so far. They've paid nearly eleven units out of the nine games. 
Both teams to score seven out of nine would have you well in profit. Um, over two and a half goals, seven out of nine as well. So it did look like one of those uh, one of those weekends where you could just blanket something. Um, and the other thing I noticed, Baz, was that I had a look at the XG uh, website because, like I say, some of the games just seemed a little bit off kilter. Um, there was five teams who had the highest XG. Barry lost this weekend. Have better XG than their opposition. Five teams got beat, and only three three teams with the highest XG won. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a weird one. Um, we have a look. See, there's loads of eye catches. Actually, I, I try not to make too many notes on the past weekend, um, but I've ended up making notes on about fourteen of these teams as eye catches, Barry. So we'll have a little look through that. Go on, mate. Sorry. Before uh, before we go into the game. And, and, and come about watching the Arsenal game, I was obviously a bit disappointed. I had Brentford double chance, so a late goal. Yeah. Um, and it just strikes me, we're seeing loads of late goals for teams like Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United. And I just thought, Arsenal now top of the league, fair enough, it's been a, a wide open season. But who's caught your eye this season or at this stage? Has anyone really impressed you at this point? Teams? I because I think Arsenal have been average. The top of the yeah, league, yeah. I don't think they've been very good. I don't think they're anywhere near as good as they were last season in terms of their performances. You know, they're not dominating teams from there. And it's not a dig at Arsenal, but because then I start thinking, well, Liverpool haven't been very good, but they're right up there as well. Um, Man United have been terrible, but are right up there, still yep. still on this run. That's full. I just think it's wide open, isn't it? I still think City will, will do enough to get away because I think the rest of the pack are... Are going along well in terms of results, but without doing anything startling at any point. I mean, you you talk you you love talking about Arsenal coming to St James's Park last year and playing the best football yeah, right. seen. We haven't seen any of that this season, I don't think, from no. Arsenal. Um, and as I say, it's not just Arsenal. I, I would say the same about Liverpool. Um, arguably, the, the you know Spurs were the one in the first part of it. You would say who who had caught the eye, but then that's well and truly gone with three defeats now. Villa's away form still leads a bit to be desired. But, um, yeah, I, I was just thinking in terms of the title race, I mean, it's wide open, but nobody seems to really want to go and get it. Like, Yeah, it depends what you, what you want to attribute that to. Either either are Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal not as good, or is the fact that Newcastle, Brighton, Villa, um, Chelsea eventually um, are going to make it more competitive. Because Man City could stroll through like 31 league wins last year. Well, this time they can't because the team's sitting in eighth in the league. It's going to give them a right good game. Like, um, So I don't, I don't know which one it is. Um, it's probably like most things in life. These things meet in the middle. So it'll be a combination of the factors. Like, But I mean, I was quite impressed with Liverpool yesterday. They looked like it was a good team. I mean, I'm getting me notes here that I was going to do in a bit. But I thought that was a really easy game to watch. And Liverpool were quite good and have been all year. And But then when I got into that XG stuff that I did late on, it was like 0.7 yesterday, where I thought yeah. they looked like scoring kind of every time they went forward. Darwin Nunes was causing mayhem again. Um, and I always thought they were going to they were going to score like. Um, but then the, the stats don't necessarily back it up. Um, yeah, I always think Darwin Nunes is going to miss. Because he generally well, does. Um, yeah, I disagree with you. Uh, we'll get into it a bit more specifically, Baz. Let's uh, let's fire off a bet three six five. 
um, where we all our lines that we quote tonight are coming from our favourite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. That is Bet365. Prep, uh, prop sites, totals, live betting. Bet365 has got you covered for the lot. Loads of boosts on there. 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Uh, early payout if your team goes up 17 points. Uh, or indeed two goals if you're betting the football. So sign up today. Choose from two bonus offers. Either $1,000 no sweat bet or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com bet365. Use the sign up link in our show bio. Um, problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, so yeah, so my eye catches, Baz. I've started at the bottom um, because Burnley caught the eye. I mean, the alarming thing about this is I'm seeing, I saw match reports and then I'm seeing reaction from Burnley fans today. It was saying that was all right. We did, we played quite well. Probably the best they've done all season. West Ham fans were after about, at about 20 past four yesterday, we're all talking about how bad they'd been. And then all of a sudden it finishes Burnley one, West Ham two. And that's an absolute, I mean, that's a real tell. Like when you can still lose that game. Again, I mean, that was one of the ones we got looking for, but, Burnley are just down the pan like at the minute for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got to be pretty demoralising that one as well, hasn't it? To be one up quite late on and to blow it in the way they did. Um, and another VAR penalty, by the way, for Burnley. Just, just a, just a stonewall penalty that they didn't even check. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, hard to make any case for for Burnley at the moment. The, just don't know what the what the answer is. They need to get to January and find a striker. I think, um, but I, I don't even know if that's the answer. Really, there seems to be a whole lot going wrong there. Um, Crystal Palace similar. Just on the slide again. In a uh, Roy Hodgson was getting a little bit of stick uh, yesterday. But on the flip side of that, Luton. We've said before, Luton are going to give themselves a chance with that home form. I think uh, home yeah. form is picking up. They got that draw with Liverpool. Um, and then a home win yesterday. If they can win games like that, um, they're going to give themselves a little bit of a squeak pass. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we sort of put them up at the start of the season, didn't we? Pre-season, we said... Yeah, yeah we gave them a chance. Thought, we thought Luton would do this and, and pick up results. And and to be fair, the way it started, we were thinking we were probably wrong about that. Um, but yeah, some good results lately. Um, you know, really unfortunate not to get another win against Liverpool the other week as well. Um, so yeah, if they can carry on like that, carry on picking up those those points at the bottom, especially now Everton. I mean, they've got that five point cushion over Everton. It's a bit of a bit of a boost gets them out the bottom three. Um, I mean the Everton. Yeah, we're going to the Everton Man United game. I mean, there was nothing. <laughs> it was quite funny that Everton got on all week and they were going to bring the noise. It's going to be a Welcome to hell. Uh, the dogs of war. They're, they're holding up their little pink banners. Premier League's corrupt. They were booing. There was fireworks planned. And then to have your bubble burst by that overhead kick after 90 seconds. <laughs> that was pure. Everything. It made me laugh. Um, it was a shinner, wasn't it? That overhead kick. Yeah. I said exactly the same. Someone said goal of the season. I said, fuck off. It's hit his shin. Come off his <laughs> shin. Off. And, Malcolm, if you had a keeper in the goal with regular sized arms... It'd Correct. Saved it. so, yes, yeah. yeah. Although, problem with that. 
possibly not if it was Nick Pope. Because Nick Pope should have got Sterling's yesterday. Ah, I said that. Everyone was, everyone was raving about what a great free kick that was. It was about five yards away from the corner. He put his arm out, he'd have saved it. Literally. He could have caught it in one hand if he'd stuck his arm out, yeah. Um, but yeah, that did, so the, the Everton Man U game, I didn't really learn much because they scored Shinner after 90 seconds. They get battered for 55 minutes and then get a lazy penalty. So really, now it's changed. I thought Everton were okay. Um, again, Everton uh, won the XG battle, but then after that, the the man you sort of got away with it. Um, that XG, right? I've quoted XG a lot tonight, Baz. However, it might be a load of bollocks. That Garnacho chance they gave is zero point zero eight XG. That's like a twelve to one shot, isn't it. I mean, your chances of scoring I mean, when the ball is 10 yards behind you and 10 yards above you. Is it 1 in 12? Scoring, uh, yeah, you're not going to score 1 in 12, are you? No, you don't no. say no. You would say I thought you were going to say your .08 was too low. Um, but no, you're right. You, you would no, that's, that's, ridiculous. That's in, it undermines it a little bit. 1 in 50, someone daft like that. Yeah, he had no right scoring um, from there, let's be honest. Newcastle, worth a mention. I mean, our city are buzz, and I've said I need to give them some credit sometimes because I'm still in the 40-year negative supporter mode. Um, I sit here and try and fade them at all times. I did the same again this week by saying they couldn't score and therefore it was going to be under two and a half goals. And then how many times have we sat there and sat here, buzz, and said Newcastle can always go and put up big numbers. I mean, the Newcastle ladder again. I think if you just do it blind, like it can only be five or six weeks since we knocked another four or five. I haven't even checked. It was probably eight the last time the Sheffield United game. Um, but we go and absolutely do it again. Like, PSG would put four past, would have been a big yes, price. Yes, of course, yeah. So I think um, you just have to keep going with that. That was a, a bit of a weird one because that game was entirely in the balance um, until the second goal and then it went a bit nuts. But, I'm not really sure what Chelsea were up to. They got bullied a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that free kick was soft as shite as well, by the way. Like, no, that was a foul. It was a definite foul. Not having that. Not having it. But um, one one thing that came up from that is um turns out Arsenal fans still haven't got over the uh, the incident three weeks ago. Because Twitter, no, as no. soon as that free kick was given, Twitter was full of Arsenal fans saying, how can that be a free kick? But I think I replied to someone just saying, 21 days. Like This is how long ago yeah. it was. We've probably had five or six more controversial events in the last two or three weeks since then that other fans have just got over and moved on. Um, Arsenal fans will still be going on about this till the end of the season, I think. Um, well, does Jurgen Klopp not want to replay it because that Man City goal was wrongly disallowed at the weekend? No, is that all right? Yeah, Play that, that was, again. That was soft as shite as well. Like, no way shade, that's, yeah. that's a foul. The ball's already gone through Allison's hands by the time there's any contact. Um, uh, that was that was pathetic. Um, um yeah, Newcastle, again, big difference for Sorry? Newcastle. Isaac coming back, isn't it? Yeah, you right, get yeah. Gordon back out on the left, and Gordon just. Terrorised them, didn't they? Again, he's, he's absolutely at his best out on that side. Uh, and I, I was—I said before the game why I picked Chelsea was I was starting eleven was strong enough. We expected Joe Willock to play, and obviously he's now going to be out for months again. It looks like, which is a bit of a blow. 
But starting eleven is solid. Beyond that, we had three goalkeepers on the bench. Um, yeah, and two. I think at least a couple of lads whose names I'd never even heard of um, made it onto the pitch. Um, so yeah, good result. Really good result. Good performance. Uh, Man United up yeah. next. So looking forward to that one. The kid who came on, uh, Nadwenny is his name, something like that. Um, he signed from uh, Red House Farm, which is where Bob played last year. Uh, so I was telling Bob, I was like, look, come on, uh, get me retired, mate. Um, Tottenham v Villa, Barry, I've got a hot take. Uh, you've been to hot takes, have you heard of yep. this? Yeah. Right. Both coaches are absolute frauds, Barry, here. <laughs> right. You can't, but what they're both doing, Barry, is half a job. You can't just say to the team, go out there and do what the fuck you want, lads. That's not coaching. You can't just go out there with no intention of defending, with no plan. You can't go out like, hey, go and have a lovely time. Just saw the mince about up there. What about the defending boss? Fuck it, doesn't matter. We'll not try. We'll not fucking bother. Tottenham have got no intention of defending. And Aston Villa just all stand on the halfway line. Tottenham could have been 9 0 up after 20 minutes. And the, tonight, the Villa fans are saying that Emery's a genius, Emery's a genius. If Son could stay on side, or they're hitting the inside of the post, absolutely ridiculous. They should get half their wages because they do half a job. They're not, it's like, a, it's like having a, a, an, an OC in NFL, having an offensive coordinator. What we're going to do at this end? I don't give a fuck. Do what you want. It's absolutely preposterous when you've got people like Eddie Howe who come out with a game plan. Half of it is to score goals at this end, but the other half, you've got to stop them scoring at that end. Absolute bollocks. Um, so, yeah, Tottenham have gotten a shit. Tottenham became only the fifth team ever to lose three games in a row from being in yeah, front. In one of them, yeah. Yeah, in the Premier League uh, era, right. which is very, very spursy. Tells you what they're going to do. It was a good um, game. I enjoyed it. Uh, all the football I've watched this weekend, I've enjoyed Man City. Liverpool was good. Yeah. Um, obviously, what's a Newcastle game. But I enjoyed the... Um, Spurs Villa, thought it was a really entertaining game. And and the Everton Man United game was good as well. Um, plenty of attack and threat at both ends and stuff. So there's been some good football this weekend, to be fair. Yeah. Well, Villa are going to get walloped from time to time. Absolutely. Because I can't get away with it. Like I say, Spurs made so many chances. Uh, they were so profligate. Yeah, so that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, right, I think that covers the uh, Premier League, Barry. Like I say, Wolves Fulham tomorrow. Um I've already thrown my pick out because I think some people might get to the show before that game goes off on Monday night. Wolves at two to one was my play. Did you? Uh, do you know what yours was? I was over two and a half goals. Um, just quickly about that Tottenham Villa game. Villa went off favourites in that game today. Um, huge line movement. We picked them at um, nine to five plus one eighty, and they went off at uh, six to four plus one fifty. I think Tottenham were plus one fifty five at the off. So. I don't know what prompted all that line movement, uh, but certainly it was there. It was there today. Um, right, okay. Premier League covered. We've managed 27 minutes when we said we weren't going to talk about much, Baz. Um, Champions League, match day five, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Um, let me tell you um, firstly about underdog fantasy. Um Great way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Our favourite play for today. Um, I did. I got in the uh, live show earlier on with Sean and Ryan. Said it was a Josh Jacobs day. Uh, higher on everything. So far, 94 rushing yards. 
and eight receiving yards with a rushing touchdown. So very much a Josh Jacobs day there um, on Underdog Fantasy. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. If you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And finally, Hall of Fame bets. I'm helping us win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer with historical stats and data. Put your all your legs, uh, put your third leg into the parlay optimizer on Hall of Fame bets. You'll get hit rates broken down, expected probabilities, um, saw players by hit rates, all that good stuff. So stop it in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Right, Barry, I've got four picks and a little ladder. You've got four picks, have you? I have got four picks and I haven't got a little ladder. I mean, okay. Um, we have not discussed these, so we might have the same picks. We might not. I've made what is possibly a fatal error, Barry, here, in that... Oh, have I? Yeah, I have. I've picked two of... I've picked both of the early games on Tuesday. Now, if you remember, Mahatma Gandhi famously said, never bet on the early game, didn't he? Um, he did, yeah. And I've, done it. I've taken both early games here, Barry. Uh, so this might be a shambles. I'll lead off with... The first one. So these are 5.45 on Tuesday, which is 12.45 Eastern time. And we're going to Lazio against Celtic. Uh, Lazio are 11 to 20, minus 180. The draw is Burlington Birdie, 130, plus 333. Celtic are 5 to 1. Lazio, second in this group. Group E, they have seven points. Low scoring, scored five and conceded five in the four games. Um, and at home, the... Have had a 1 1 against Atletico um, and beat Feyenoord 1 0. The return fixture here, they won 2 1 in Scotland against Celtic. But they've been really disappointing in the league, Baz. Bang average, Lazio. They've only won 5 of 13. Um, they've only won 3 of 6 at home. Uh, and they don't score tons of goals at all. Celtic, um, we faded them on occasion in this competition, Baz. They lost 2 0 and 6 0 in their two away games. They've only got one point. They're adrift at the bottom. And really, they're just a little bit outclassed. They're a little bit overfaced, unfortunately. This, for me, is two low-scoring teams, Baz. Um, I can't see Celtic contributing. And if they don't, I don't know where Lazio would find three goals from, Baz. The under two and a half goals, is it's actually odds against, Barry. It's plus money. But I think it's the wrong way around. It's 11 to 10. So I'm going to take under two and a half goals, Lazio against Celtic. 11 to 10 plus 110. Not bad. Well, I haven't got any of the early games on Tuesday. I've only got one Tuesday game. And my game is Shakhtar Donetsk against Royal Antwerp. Shakhtar Donetsk, 19 to 20, minus 105. That's the um, early game. Is it an early one, is it? Oh, bad, yeah. That's the, that is the same mm. time as Lazio Celtic. Yeah. That's the team time that. on Tuesday, too. And I knew I had the early one on Wednesday, oh well. I'll tell you what, I 100% knew you were going to pick this game. 
Absolutely you, you knew you were going to pick this game. And, and you're going to take the same bet as me now. Take it away. And then I'll, uh, I'll show you me working like countdown. <laughs> so, yeah, Shakhtar minus 105, 19 to 20. Um, Antwerp, what, plus 280, 14 to 5. And the draw, 13 to 5, plus 260. Um, I mean, it was a tough group for these two coming in with Porto and Barcelona. Antwerp sit bottom, zero points. But Shakhtar on out of this, six points. It means a win here keeps them right in the hunt for qualification. Shakhtar beat Barcelona last time out and they beat Antwerp in the away leg 3-2. Um, so I haven't gone into it very much other than to say you're getting very close to evens here. Minus 105, 19-20 for them to win at home against a team that they've beaten just a few weeks ago away from home. Um, Antwerp haven't been very good, very much like Celtic. They're, they're a bit outclassed in this competition. Um I mean, I talk about Shakhtar being at home. As we know, they're not playing games in Ukraine. They're playing in Hamburg. Um, Antwerp have conceded 14 in their four games so far. Scored just three. Um, I'll take Shakhtar to win this. 19 to 20, minus 105. Shakhtar look a great price to me. Um, Simmers has just messaged from Fuerteventura, Baz. He says, greetings. He's on his holidays, is Simmers. He's always on his holidays. Judith Chalmers, that lad. Um, we already discussed your little 10-game card earlier on, Simmers, if you're joining. But hello, mate. How are you? Uh, have a little cocktail for me. Um, yeah, Barry. Um, same game, same note, same pick. These prices are absolutely wild. Like, I think I've faded Antwerp the last two Champions League shows. I said that their campaign was about to fall apart, and it has done. Um, yeah, Shakhtar beat Barcelona. I'll also, and this wasn't, I said I had a little ladder. I have got a separate one. But... This ladder here, Baz, so Shakhtar 19 to 20 is a great play. Honestly, like finding money in the street. But on the Asian handicap, if you think they can go and beat them 2, 3, 4, 0, I've got no problem with it, Baz. So minus one and a half is five to two, plus two fifty. And Shakhtar minus two and a half is seven to one. And that's as far up as I went. So I don't think you can find an alternative higher than that. So minus three and a half might be what price, Baz, if two and a half sevens? Probably get about 16s, 18s, maybe. Yeah, get up the ladder. Uh, absolutely get up the ladder. Um, okay, so that's my second game in the book as well with the same pick, Baz, so you can go again. Um, yeah, next up for me, uh, the rest of mine are all Wednesday, so I think the Man United game's an early one, isn't it? I'll go go in time order. Um, where are we? 30. Right, yeah, Galatasaray, Man United, Malcolm. Have you got this one? Yes, well, yeah, we know. I think out of devilment, I think we were always going to arrive at this game, but this is what yeah. this is the end kickoff as well. This is the five forty-five on Wednesday. Might have different picks. You might um, not. Yeah, go I mean, there's an obvious pick, isn't there, Malcolm? Because Galatasaray well, yeah. are, are a decent side, and Man United struggle against decent sides. Newcastle, Man City, Copenhagen, Galatasaray have all beaten them recently. Now, I know Man United are on a decent run in the league. But they've taken on all of the crap at the bottom of the league. Like this little run they're on, they've beaten Luton, Everton, Sheffield United, Fulham. Um, Brentford was a a reasonable one. Burnley. Like they haven't played anyone of of any worth for quite some time in the Premier League, which is why they are currently the the most informed team in the league. Um, 13 to 8 Galatasaray looks a a good price to me. Again, I, I just think a good side will. Will cause problems for this Man United team, Mike. They're not very good. 
Um, it's not where I've gone, though. I've gone for goals, Malcolm. So the first game was 3-2. Um, they had a 4-3 in Copenhagen. They had a 4-3 against Bayern. 20 goals in the four Man United games so far. And on the other side of it, um, Galatasaray, all four games of theirs have gone over two and a half. Um, three of the four went over three and a half. Um, and so that's where I've gone. I've gone over three and a half goals at six to four plus 150. I just think it'll be another open game. I can see the four goals hitting the game. It's hitting regularly for both teams in the group stage so far. Goals, goals, goals. Over 3.5 goals. Galatasaray, Man United, 6-4. to four. Yeah, so um, my angle is very, very similar, Baz. It is a different bet, though. Um, so we've obviously attacked this from the same viewpoint, trying to get involved in goals. I mean, the Galatasaray, the, the two home games haven't been great. Home's over Copenhagen in a defeat off Bayern Munich, which is fair enough. Um so I would lean away from the Galatasaray win, even though we do enjoy fading Man United here. Um, Man United, I mean, the one win in this competition, it's home to Copenhagen with a, night, a missed penalty laid on from Copenhagen. And they're in real danger of fucking this group up. Like, um, conceded four at Bayern, conceded three at home against Galatasaray, conceded four in Copenhagen. So it's a Galatasaray team total for me, Baz. Um Again, same cap. We've just skinned it uh, in a different way. Galatasaray team total over one and a half is even money, um, plus 100. The other bet I did look at was over two and a half for both teams to score. Uh, that's four to five, minus 120. Um, again, it just looks... The, the angle's in. Pay your money and take your choice, but I think we're, we're on the same board. It's just landed on the same bet there, Baz. So completely agree with you. Um the little ladder I was going to mention just on uh, on Wednesday it comes from this same group, Barry, and it is the Bayern Munich-Copenhagen game. And it's not very original. It's not going to win many prizes, but it's just a Bayern team total ladder. Um, over two and a half goals is prohibitive. Uh, 13 to 18, minus 138. But over three and a half is seven to four, and over four and a half is nine to two. Um, the prices are short, but Bayern score loads and Copenhagen concede loads. So you, if you if you saw Bayern win this 7-0, you would not bat an eyelid at all, Barry. Uh, so I just think a little Copenhagen goal. Uh, I, I definitely would bat an eyelid. Like, would you? Yeah, 7-0 is no good for anyone. Okay, you, sorry. Uh, right I'll, go, I'll go with my next pick, Malcolm, with that. Um, I've got Bayern Copenhagen on my card. Okay. Um, I haven't got Bayern winning 7-0. Um, the, the problem for me, Malcolm, is they've already won the group Bayern Munich. Now, I know that doesn't mean they're not going to go and win this game. But maximum points from the four games, so the 12 points, they've got an eight-point cushion. Second place is on four. So they can't even finish second now. They've won the group, qualified, everything's assured. I don't think they'll ease off or go really weak. But there is a chance they'll they'll make a few changes and give a few other players a run out, possibly. I'm not saying they will. Um, there's a lot more riding on it for Copenhagen. Sitting in second, real opportunity um, if they can get anything out of this game um, that they could squeak through against the odds. I- I'm not taking Copenhagen to win it. That would be mad. As I say, I think Bayern will win the game. But I, I, I just think 
I, I wouldn't want buying in my act like one to five or something. I wouldn't want them in my accumulator at that price in a game that means absolutely nothing to them. Um, I think Copenhagen can get on the score sheet is, is where I've gone um, and make a, a bit of a game of it. And therefore, both teams to score appeals for me in this one at four nice. to five. Copenhagen put four past Man United. They scored against Bayern in the previous matchup. They put two past Galatasaray. So they're carrying enough attacking threats in games. Um, and as I say, it's the it's the thing about Bayern already having this group sewn up and, and not really, there's no jeopardy for them at all. Um, I, I thought I'd take a little bit of a chance on Copenhagen doing something. I'm not bold enough to, to say they're going to go and, and beat Bayern there. But I think uh, both teams to score at four to five. Um, Bayern concede often enough. Um, so yeah, pick for me, Bayern v Copenhagen, both to score, four to five, minus one twenty-five. Yeah, Copenhagen have been great, like absolutely great. They've been really, really competitive. Um, look like they've got goals in them, play with a handbrake off. So, yeah, I've got no issues with that. Um, I've got one more pick here, Baz. I absolutely love this pick. I love that Shakhtar pick from earlier on, that even money Shakhtar pick. Um, this game here is Benfica against Inter Milan. And that's an eight o'clock kickoff on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Benfica are eight to five plus 160. The draw is 12 to 5 plus 240 into 17 to 10 plus 170. So it's really tight on the books. It's a match. Plus 160 plus 170. But the form lines couldn't be any different. Like, how are the price of these teams up the same? And um, when I talk you through these form lines, Benfica played four, lost four. Um, in the two home games, they lost to Salzburg and uh, Sociedad. We took Sociedad in that game um, over two to one a few weeks ago. Inter Milan have won three out of four in this group. Um, they've only conceded once in their two away games. But their domestic form is outstanding, Barry, as well. They've won 10 of 12. I think one ten, drawn one, lost one. They've won four in a row. Um, away from home in the league, they've won five out of five, Barry. And in two of the last three of those, they've scored three and four goals. It's absolute chalk and cheese. And you're giving me a, a, a toss of a coin, heads or tails. It's absolutely ma uh, madness. Inter Milan at 17 to 10 plus 170 is absolutely a great bet, Barry. I reckon. Yeah, I like that. You've sold me. Um, I didn't pick that game, didn't look at it at all. Um, but yeah, I like the sound of that. Definitely. The final one for me, Malcolm, my last pick is the Union Berlin game. Uh, Braga at home to Union Berlin. Um, <laughs> You've got it right in for Union Berlin, Baz. Union Berlin, well, rightly so. Um, although they did let me down last time because I faded them in the they last round. They went and got a draw against um, Napoli, of all teams. Yeah. However, that hasn't stopped me fading them again. Uh, and it, very similar to the sort of Shakhtar handicap earlier. Um, I'll give you the prices. First, Union Berlin, uh, Braga. Braga, 6-5 to five plus 120. Union Berlin, 21-10 to 10 plus 210. And 13 to 5 the draw plus 260. Braga third in the group on three points. Um 3 2 win over Berlin in the away leg. So so they went to Berlin and beat them. Um that's their only points in the group. Now, as I say, I did oppose Union in the last round. They picked up their only point against Napoli. Um I think Braga are unlikely to qualify from this group, I think. But they can keep their hopes alive, yeah, with a win. They'll still be in with a shout on the last day of the season, the last day of the group. And they can also secure the third place, which I think Braga would have took at the start of the 
the group stage. They've got Real Madrid and Napoli in this group. And if you told Braga they could finish third and go into the Europa League, I think they'd have took that. So a big opportunity here for Braga to at least secure third and keep them in with a hunt second. Union continue to be on an absolutely ridiculous winless streak. 15 games now without a win. And 13 defeats in those 15 games. So they have drawn two of their last three, I think. Or two of the last four, possibly. Um, they drew against Augsburg at the weekend. Um, and they drew against Napoli a couple of weeks ago. But either side of that was 3-0 defeats, 4-0 defeats in the league. Um, struggling in front of goal, just 12-12 in the league. And three and four in this competition. I couldn't have Union Berlin at 21 to 10, a team that's not won for 15 games away from home at, at, at just <laughs> two to one. one. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Braga are too good a price. I, I think at the moment, in the current form for Union Berlin, I'd back anyone at home to Union Berlin at a plus money price. Uh, so Braga six to five plus 120. Uh, is a price I really like. Um, so, yeah, I will take Braga to beat Union Berlin at 6-5. to five. I had a feeling I looked at that game quite hard because instantly, I think I think because we've done quite well, Baz, on the Champions League, you were kind of drawn to the teams. So I looked at, I went back to Sociedad straight away. Um, I went back to uh, Union Berlin, Copenhagen, just to see what was going on, teams that we've done okay with. I had a feeling you might end up there, Barry, and yeah, completely and utterly agree with you. Um, is that you done? That is me done. That is also me done. So, yeah, that's all right then. That's good. Um, we did not mention at all, Barry. I mean, talk about very professional and non-partisan. We did not mention Paris Saint-Germain against Newcastle, Barry, in that Champions League preview at all. I mean, <laughs> what? Are you? I'm just avoiding thinking about it just because... I want to avoid thinking about it. I genuinely, yeah. there isn't an outcome in that game that would surprise me. Um, Newcastle could turn up like they did against Bournemouth and get a hammer in. Uh, we could turn out like we did against Arsenal, Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain in the first game. I mean, how better form is is at home. We aren't, we aren't winning many games away from home, so it's a, it's a tough one. But yeah, I don't want to get involved in, in that game from a betting point of view. Um, yeah, completely agree. Hoping, hoping we can get something and take it down to the last day would be um, a massive yeah. bonus. Yeah, I want to go to that Milan game with a chance, even of finishing third. Um, yeah, and like absolutely. Week, ultimately, doesn't matter. I'd like us to get a goal because we haven't scored in the two away games either. Um, I went to see, uh, I went to a little football talking actually, Baz, on Friday night, and uh, there was some, Bobby Robson's boys, um, and Shola Ramiobi was one of the. Was one of the guests. Uh, I adore Shola. I was nearly, he nearly makes me cry every time he talks. Um, but they kept showing his goal in the new camp. Uh, Shola Ramiobi will be scoring in the new camp. So that there. got me fired up. Sorry? I was there. I was there. Really? For that. Yeah. I did not know that, bud. Yeah. 3 1. Get you, the, the story of that game, Malcolm, was that it was actually played 24 hours after its schedule. Oh, it, yes, it was. I got so called I, off for the I flew to Nice and drove all the way south of France from Nice to Barcelona. This was the yeah. cheapest flight out of England to anywhere near. We, we flew Who were you with? Drove, drove to Barcelona. It was me, Darren, Louis. Um, I think it was me, Darren and Louis. Yeah, just the three of us. Uh, got all the way there. Had a night in Barcelona. Got up the next day and it just rained and rained and rained and rained. And at no point did it cross my mind that this game could be in doubt. It's just the new yeah. camp. Isn't it? They can deal with rain. That's, that's not a thing. Um, we got on the underground, headed to the ground, gets off at the station, and people are heading the other way, and we're like, oh, no. 
And sure enough, game was cancelled. Um, <laughs> we scheduled for 24 hours later. And I've never seen, back in the day, no mobile phones, Malcolm. You can imagine what the internet cafe was like with everyone trying oh, to rebook flights and rebook hotels. And we had a higher car, we had to change. So, you know, we were only young lads at the time. I was 19, 20 year old. I was on the phone to my mum saying, can you reschedule our flight? Uh, one of the other lads is on the phone to his mother saying, can you change our you know, car booking? Can you get us an extra day on the car? Um, and we, by hook or by crook, we stayed there. We stayed for the game. Um, but yeah, there was, there was, I think, supposed to be about six or 7,000 Newcastle fans there. And by the following night, um, only about 1,500, 2,000 remained um, because a lot of them had to go back, just couldn't reschedule their flights. The official yeah. club trip had a chartered plane and they just said, sorry, nothing we can do. You're, you're flying back. 11 o'clock tonight, and they flew home, knowing that the game would go ahead. Can you imagine going all the way to Barcelona and having to go home without watching the game? So, yes, Malcolm, I was there um, for when Shola scored in the new camp. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was going to, I, I forgot, I was going to take an apple because of that. To re- I wanted to, uh, to recreate that famous photo of Shola riding a bike eating an apple. So, I was going to sneak some apples in, and I just completely clean forgot. Um, but yeah, it was all right. Lauren Robert was back for the first time, and Ollie Bernard and Robert Lee and Nobby Solano uh, with um, friend of the show Pete Graves was hosting. Um, so yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, good story, Baz. I forgot all about that. But yeah, that fired me up for it. just a little goal. Uh, I'd like to see Alexander Isak slide one into the bottom corner, Shola style. Um, I think we're good, Baz. Time to go. Uh, just about. Uh, just a reminder for everyone to keep. Listening, downloading, subscribing, liking, rating, reviewing. And uh, another shout for the TikTok, Malcolm. I done my TikTok live again yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, can you remember I told you the last time I'd done one, two weeks ago? There was Oh, you were on the horses. A couple of boys give horses out. So we went two for yeah. two in the, in the first uh, horse selections. So we kicked off 11.30 yesterday. Someone chucks out a tip for the 12 o'clock. Bang, winner. Live, well, live, live bet that one. And then someone else chucked another one out for like 20 past 12 and, and we won that one as well. So two more picks for the horses, <laughs> two more winners. Um, and there was, there was people, there was several went in for later in the day as well, which come in, which I yeah. didn't get involved with. I just enjoyed live, uh, live, live sweating the, um, the GGs on the TikTok live. So that was good fun. Um, so yeah, those, those people who have been joining, there's quite a few who listen to the podcast and join the TikTok. So keep joining in because it's good fun on a Saturday morning. I enjoy it, and we're getting loads of horse winners. So yeah, little bonus. That is proper degen behaviour now. So we're the, the Premier League gambling podcast is four for four, hundred percent record on the TikTok horses. I love that, Baz. Um, champion, right? We'll likely be back on Wednesday night, Baz. I think so. Wednesday yes. night, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yes. Ah, yeah. So we're going ten o'clock Wednesday. I think will probably be the plan. So we can we can enjoy the what's the Wednesday games um, rather than spoiling it for cereal we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go after they've all finished um, so yeah 10 o'clock Wednesday UK time so what's that 5pm 5, 5 Eastern over uh, over the pond yeah smashing right okay well done Baz um, thank you very much everyone who joined in and chirped up um, yeah like Baz says like rate review uh, be your friend tell a friend all that sort of shite uh, back on Wednesday, good luck with your Champions League picks and we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>